Welcome to the Site 65 podcast. I'm your host, Robert Tomato Peterson, and we have a stacked lineup of people at this table. With me, as always, is Keegan. Keegan, how are you? I'm doing I'm doing all right. All right. Good to hear. Good to hear. Joining us for the first time is uh O5 Assistant Jules. Aren't you gonna have to redact that? Uh Probably. Nah. Nah. Uh, next up, uh, you know, if someone yells at me, I'll redact it. But, like, for now, I think we're pretty good. Uh, besides, there's no one here who, uh, you know, can't hear about it. Um, next up is executive researcher Daniel Silk. Hello. And, uh... I'll come back to this guy in a second because uh, he's joining me via webcam. Uh, we have <laughs> yeah. Eleven Sergeant Halo. Hello. And finally, we have a special guest joining us from somewhere. Uh, he remotely logged into my laptop and is joining us via Skype. Uh, it's Richard Mann, the guy you heard cuss out a CI a few weeks ago. Yes, turns out CI doesn't like resignation papers much, so I left them a note. Anyways, good day, everyone. <laughs> the note I mean, reads no. I mean, fair enough. If you're going to resign, you know, you got to make it memorable. We'll we'll get to all that in a second. But everyone, uh, thank you for joining me at this uh, lunch table on Sloppy Joe Day. Very happy to have everyone here. Yeah, the human meat's delicious. Um, uh, Jules, we're not supposed to let them know that it's ground up D class. No, you, oh, these aren't D class at all. That it's is a well known fact. Even yeah. we know that. Seriously, right, I people. Out for a second. What are we talking about? Just eat your Don't worry over. about it. Just keep eating. I got you. All right. Uh, anyways, uh, one thing I like to do when we have new people on the podcast, even though there's only been six episodes and. An extra one we don't talk about. Um, even though there's only been six episodes, I still like to have people who haven't been on the show before introduce themselves so other Foundation members across different sites can get to kind of know who they're listening to. So, uh, Jules, you're up first. Uh, if you want to talk about anything related to how you got to your position, remember, most things are pretty much allowed to be discussed. We can redact some information, but... You know, floor's open for you to talk. Go ahead. I mean, I came up like anybody else, you know, hired in, started at the bottom. You know, I worked GenSec for a while. Which, GenSec, you know, that's that's its own kind of problem. Oh, who, who, who thinks that they could call my phone? Okay, that is just a scam caller. You get cell reception down here? You get scam callers down here? It's usually a CI scam caller. Well, uh, I take no responsibility for this. They—that's not—that's another cell. I am not responsible for any scam calls. We no, blow your phone up. We don't send scam calls. No, no, this, this cell is greatly dependent on scam calls. Something about pizzas and whatnot. A uh, beacon bacon special. Oh, yeah, fair enough. That sounds good. Uh, <laughs> Richard, you don't sound very happy about that. 
It's just another cell being another cell again. Even after leaving, these kinds of practices annoy me. If you knew half the shit we had to see. Seriously, think the coordination at base can best be described as 12 chimpanzees with an AK. It is honestly horrible. I always thought that was MTF. No, I always it's thought that was so like much worse. No, that's just the 11. There is a reason that the most likely reason for death for a CIA officer is alcohol overdose trying to deal with the enlisted. It it would be alcohol poisoning, not overdose. Either way, it's pretty tasty. Yes, fair. It's aspirin uh, overdose, but yeah. Whatever. Jules, I've known you for... The longest time, you're a dear friend of mine. I'm very happy to have you on the uh, podcast, and I'm hoping everything is going well with you. You know, I'm just existing here until I get arrested again, inevitably. I mean, fair? Lindsay Lohan of the uh, podcast. Uh, Anyways, um, Daniel Silk, I'm pretty sure you've hosted before. Yep. So, anything new in your life? Anything new going on that you'd wish to uh, talk about? No, not really. Fair enough. I can respect it. Uh, Richard, we're going to come back to you because I have a lot to chat with you about. But, uh, Sergeant Halo, um, very happy to have you here. Have you host? I I can't remember if you've hosted before. He's been here before. Yes, I have. I have. Oh, okay. Okay. Uh, just, sorry, I just couldn't remember. My memory is dog shit. Um, anything new with E11 uh, that's been going on inside? Any fun breaches recently that you've had to take care of? Any unruly D-class you've had to deal with? Anything at all? Uh, we got a new commander. Ooh. Uh, huh. She was originally the lieutenant commander, but then she got promoted. Uh, other than that, nothing else of note. I mean, still same old breaches. Everything like that. Okay, okay. Mm. Did you guys hear we're going to have a new SCP brought to site soon? Ooh. Do yeah. so. you know what the number is yet? Well, it's an SCP I discovered. For real? Ooh. Yeah, 13486, the singing tortoise. Oh, that's going to be cute. Yeah, it's a singing Galapagos tortoise that if it sings and you're around and you hear the entire song, it kills you. That, that sounds right. like a rehash of something at another site. Does it, like, turn you into a plant? Or, like, does it just kill you? Uh, it turns your head into a bushel of flowers. Oh. Oh, shit. That sounds like... A, a, I, I've heard the, that one. I, I remember I did a study on that one. Uh, what was it called again? It's been a long... The one that's, like, the song of nature. Yeah. Yeah. Imagine being a class and being tested with it. Look, I found the thing at a zoo. It was it deemed anomalous. I've been on vacation. Look, I just wanted to come back and share this with you because the thing is adorable. It's Four a giant seven. Galapagos tortoise and it's cute as hell. But if it sings and you're around it at 3 a.m. when it sings, your head turns into a bushel of flowers and you die. It's basically 407. Except 407 doesn't kill turn your head into a plant. It gives you cancer. I remember being designated. Someone to an should SCP. steal that, that and put that on the PA system. No, that, we're not gonna. Well, do you're, that. you're CIA. Richard, 
I'll call you evil. Richard. Well, he's not CI anymore, and that's what we're gonna, what we're gonna get to. Richard, you have left CI. Yes. Congratulations, you're free. Um, so it's not the most glorious thing to leave, but yes. <laughs> I mean, fair enough. Uh, the one thing I, I want to ask job. you is. Really? Because just before this podcast, you were complaining about it. Oh no, you missed the point of that. I hated the people. I liked the job. Oh, okay. So, now that you're retired from CI, are there any juicy details you can give us about the inner workings of CI? Or if you do, are they going to come after you and put a bullet in your head? Going after me is incredibly unlikely for multiple reasons, but I they'd more likely just shoot you, but <laughs> eh. Touche, I guess. Well, a lot of things. Let's go over this. Uh, a few a few fun stories to tell. First, our lieutenant something about our lieutenant commander. Not gonna give you a name. If you've heard him or heard of him, or if you didn't, you didn't. But in short, the man has a horrible allergy to doing paperwork. It is to the point that it is quite literally that we had, I think, two things he was supposed to fill out, and they were left on his table for something like five months, and in the end I just did it myself. It got to the point where, I swear, him doing- he was an anomaly and paid paperwork killed him. If the man ever- if that man ever touches a pen and paper, I swear he will disintegrate. Trying to do paperwork on the computer will instantly delete him. At least that was my per what I was personally convinced of till the end, because that man has never filled out a single anything in his life. Which is weird, because I'm assuming to become CI, he had to sign a contract of some kind. You wait, you think you have to sign a contract to join CI? Look, I had to sign a doors? contract when I joined the Foundation. Okay, it okay. said I had- listen, when I joined the Background checks. The Foundation does background checks and all that. With CI, it's a bit different. Usually, there is a process which, depending on the cell, either you are given some highly psychedelic um, object, which just makes you unable to lie, you are questioned for a while, and then basically either inducted or not. You are given a weapon, if you're an alpha, and just told to go charge at those people with the weird um, symbol on them. That is quite literally what Sigma and Alpha Persona are. Some random person, possibly militarily trained, who have been sent at that. Uh, the betas are normally recruited from alphas who survive long enough to be justified being told actually important details, and so that goes. There is no contract involved 90% of the time. Hmm, interesting. I always assumed see, with uh, with a lot of jobs, there's a contract of some kind that you have to sign. Like, my contract states that I have to give 10% of my pay to SCP-049. I don't know why, I just have to do it. That was one of the things I had to do to sign up. Oh yeah, mm -hmm. that was one of the conditions when dealing with 049. He wanted a pay cut of research. Yeah, because he's like, I'm a scientist too, and we're just like, oh, okay, 049, go, go, go back into your cell, please, don't touch us. Enough. I don't think that tax money goes to 049. I heard it's going to some embezzlement ring. Uh, probably considering uh, that. Oh, considering that thing we recent that we ended up figuring out with that. Oh, one guy. I'm not allowed to talk about. 
You see, CI gets their hands not just on our own juicy stories, but also on a lot of stuff the Foundation does want people to know. As, you know, putting a document in a secure locker is a great idea until someone with an explosive or a lot of time and a welder comes by and takes it. You oh, don't, no, see, need a welder. We don't, we don't, <laughs> we just have the lockpicking lawyer. He just comes on to site and he's just like, what is everything? And I say, don't worry about it. You see that locker over there that has that master lock model three on there? And he goes, yeah. And I go, can you pick that lock, please? And before I know it, he's done. And we anesthetize him and ship him out again. No, he's basically no. our way around. You, do that you hold up. Let me get this straight so I understand. You get a non-foundation personnel on-site to break open a lock for you to steal something from yourself. No, it's mainly when, like, people are hiding classified information inside of, like, locks and inside of locked containers, and they don't want us to get into them, so they put up a fight. So we just send a guy in who looks like a technician. They don't really think about it. They just say, okay, yeah, you could fix whatever. And then he unlocks the lock, grabs the document, and runs out of the room. And then we uh, either shoot or anesthetize the person hiding the uh, classified documents. Oh, is that what happened to John from accounting? Yes. That's one way of oh, doing that's, it. Yeah, I remember. I wonder where he went. I mean, that works. Yeah, I mean, it costs a lot of money. He demands his own private jet to be flown in, and we have to fly him in, like, two times a week. But, like, he's a pretty chill guy. I mean, we usually just steal the documents in transit, but, yeah, that works. Yeah. Fair. It, yeah. A correction. Stole. Force of habit. Apologies. Yeah. We, we, <laughs> we're considering putting him in a uh, cell as an anomaly because he can open up, like, basically any lock. But the problem is, is that he'll open up the lock to his cell and just escape, and then yeah. we don't want him, like, going through the facility and, like, unlocking everything. Have we you don't considered know a one-way lock? Uh, he'll find a way to break that out. No, no, you gotta get the, um, that other guy, <laughs> the McNally guy, who does the short-form lock-picking videos and have them face each other. Because that mm. dude has some really good aim with throwing things. It's the modern day 682 versus 076 2. Exactly. That'd be an interesting fight. I'd put money on that. Yeah, I, I'm kind of upset that the Foundation won't let us bet on fights. Like, wouldn't it be cool to have, like, an SCP fight club and, like, have, like, be allowed to bet on fights um, and stuff like that? There was. There was? You don't remember, but there was. Oh, right. there was. Uh, there's a reason there was mass hiring, re mass rehiring efforts on a lot of personnel. Turns out having two highly aggressive and dangerous anomalies fight and them suddenly realizing, wait a minute, we are not in a super secure environment. Usually ends with a lot of dead personnel. But we didn't, like, put them in, like, a coliseum, did we? Did we, like... We put them in a secure area, right? Like no, oh, there, oh. no, no. Also, secure area. Define secure area when there's four very aggressive anomalies, which are all very capable of damaging things quite efficiently. Very secure is proportional to the SCPs you put in an area. Well, damn. Huh. No wonder I got hired pretty quick. Um. Hmm. What do you they think really need new stuff after that. 
Hiring procedures were put in lax mode for a long time. Yeah, I guess that's how we got the current crop of junior researchers. Have you seen the work they're doing? Or let me what rephrase that. Yes. The one hundred six was racist. <laughs> Did no someone joke. really test that? Yes. yes, I looked at the documents and I was like, "Wait, wait, wait." Oh, yeah. The the one seven three is racist, Doc, or the one hundred six is one hundred six racist. Is is one hundred six racist? That's an actual document. No, no, no. There yes. used to be a one seven three version of that test where they had a bunch of D class scream Black Lives Matter at one seven three. And what happened with one seven three? He killed, I mean, he, yeah, he killed he the white them. people oh. before the black people. Do you think and, that was just coincidence? I think. And then they did it again. Oh, okay. And again, they they tested it. In most cases, it was kind of random. Okay, fair enough. Um, yeah, I was going to mention that, uh, I was going to say, have you seen the current work they're doing? And then I was going to say, yeah, I, I mean, the current lack of work they're doing. Because honestly, the junior researchers just kind of sit around all day sampling. Honestly, have you gotten another, um, 106, uh, Sonic OC? test oh no what yeah someone asked 106 what his sonic fan character would be oh my god we're not oh getting into god. that we deal what with enough fuck? creepy shit on site uh, we deal with enough creepy shit on site we're not dealing with sonic fanfic that is too much that is way too much yeah, you should you should you should classify Sonic fan fiction as some kind of a medic agent because it clearly increases the chance of someone no longer wanting to work anywhere. Speaking of Sonic fan fiction, I just had a thought I wanted to run by you, Richard. Uh, now that you're not officially CI, can you confirm or deny the following statement? <clears throat> Depends. Lo it. I've heard a rumor. That a lot of CI are femboys. Oh is this true? What? Yeah, same thing that about is a very cell-dependent thing. There is a cell to the, I think it's north or somewhere. I'm pretty sure it's the north. I do not know. Again, from where I am, everything is tends to be north, but still. Yeah. Um... They have a large amount of them, but the cell I worked with had, like, three. One resigned to go to the GOC, one resigned to go to the Foundation, or one. The second one also went to a one, I think we had a fourth one who was still in CI, even when I quit. So, my cell had, like, one. But other cells probably have a bunch. I don't know, Chief. <laughs> I don't know. I, I, I've just, I've heard that rumor for, like, years now, and but figured... See, I has that same rumor for 01, so trust me, we assume the same thing about 01, so, eh, reasonable, oh, no, I guess. Uh, no, 01 and, like, all those people, they're furries, they're not fanboys. Mm. Well, alright. You say this in front of the LTCom. Yeah. yeah. The LT, um, the, I think the LTCom actually left. Yeah. I don't see him at your table right now. Or I am blind. Oh, he is what you call a sneaky bastard, then. Left <laughs> <laughs> um, without a trace or evidence. This is, this is a fun conversation we're having. Um, <laughs> uh, 
Richard, I'll I, I'll go down the list of everyone here. Actually, I'll start with a uh, Halo. You're the farthest away from me, and you haven't really said much. Um, Halo, Sorry, in your time on the... on my phone. Uh, fair enough. If you're uh, if you don't mind me asking, what's the craziest thing you've seen on site so far? If you have anything at all. Uh, I believe I did tell you this last time when I was here. I know, I'm curious if there's anything, plus I forgot. To tell you again about the 62 passive breach? Yes. People can hear about it and people can learn. Right, uh, this is a while ago, so I don't remember much, but apparently 682 went to the site director's office and had an interview with the department director of research. Hmm. Uh, yeah, oh yeah, okay, I remember you telling me this. Again? I remember you telling this. What do you mean again? Like, this is a thing that's again? happened before. Yeah, last time uh, 682 went to the site director's office before we made it a GenSec director's office. And he started firing employees. The psychotic murder lizard did what? Yeah, he fired some employees and then promptly ate them. I mean, that's one way of being fired. Uh, Halo, now that you mention it, yes, I do remember you saying that. I just needed my memory jog because, as I said before, memory like a goldfish. Um. Surprised I've made it this far in the foundation. But thank you for sharing. Uh, Richard, now that you're ex-CI, uh, do you have any crazy stories about CI you can share? Depends. Mostly on what you would define as crazy. Hmm. If we've had a uprising of Alpha staff at one point, which resulted in half the base being in a shootout for a 40 minutes straight and I was too lazy to get up since my coffee was still there so it was just me sitting in my office listening to everyone else in the base trying to kill each other for 40 minutes straight while I proceeded to just fill out all the paperwork everyone else hadn't filled out. It was a really productive day and then I got to rehiring a bunch of people. With rehiring I mean arming a civilians because that's currently the best people we can get, which explains why most alphas are either incredibly insane, schizophrenic, or, for that matter, just seem to have no sense of discipline at all. Are, are you picking up the inbreds from Pinewood? I mean, Turns I wasn't out that Pinewood say, is yeah. producing a large amount of people. So, yes, someone decided, yes, mm, yes let's start hiring from the Pinewood people. You know the, the pipes in Pinewood are all filled with lead. Yes, we know yeah. that because we when we got when we took the base, I was forced to slap warning signs onto every bloody water tap, which reads "lead infested water." Don't drink, you fucking idiots. Yeah, but what? Well, how did you assume they could read? They do for the at least the CI. Moved into the base, are able to read. The people in Pinewood are so far gone, it doesn't matter. Yeah, I know that. I, I, I've I had some crazy stories from, like, moonlighting as a, as a lift driver on surface. Um, yeah, 
the people in Pinewood are just psychotic. They get in, I say, where do you want to go? And they go, and I go, uh, all right, uh, to the gas station. Yes. Now, that's the best part. For some reason, the the police department in Pinewood, for them, the ranger station, I don't know what they what they put in their drinks, but whatever they put in there, that must be the good stuff. Because these people have an absolute, unwavering, unrelenting, senseless confidence, which I could not find in the most hardened MTF or CI you could imagine. It's it, okay. Then look at the odds of hundreds of MTF staring them down with their guns and go, fuck it, I got a chance, I'll take a swing at it, and rush these people with some careless abandonment of any sense of their own life or self-preservation. It is impressive and inspiring at times. Yeah, it's cocaine. <laughs> cocaine and inbreeding. Yeah. And no, I mean, and like, a lot of lead like... in the water. Yeah, yes, everyone lead, in inbreeding and cocaine. Cousins. And some DMT. <laughs> Honestly, I've seen the uh, I've seen the civilians in action. They're scarier than most JRs and cadets on site. I've seen I've seen a bunch of civilians. I remember this was like an incident where uh, they actually broke into the site and they actually killed a few people. They actually, the worst. Like, <laughs> uh, actually yeah, it happens a lot. We've had the we've had the civilians who took a I can't say that or else all of you will be eating some class A today hostage, uh, which resulted in a thirty minute negotiation between A one O one and those civilians because they had managed to somehow rake an entire room to explode with a bunch of important personnel inside. Ah, classic. To this day, we don't know how those civilians got high-quality energy weapons. Uh, there's a guy in town by the name of Crazy Butters who moved in recently, and uh, he's been going around arming uh, civilians. We can't catch him. Uh, I've it, heard this from MTF, but uh, he has access to a lot of high-quality energy and, like, sniper rifles. Oh, is, boy. Is that explains same, it. Is this the same guy Dave the Merchant gets his stuff from? Yes. Oh. Wow. That makes a lot of sense more. I mean, we yes. were just arming the civilians with sniper rifles, SMGs, assault rifles, and everything else, but energy weapons are an entirely different brand. Yeah. It's it's pretty insane. We're kind of curious where he gets his stuff to. We're trying to work uh, out a deal with um... MC and D. I mean, maybe. No, we we know. As in, oh. we literally know. Fair enough. Uh, anyways, moving on. Uh, Jules, what is the uh? You you've been around the site for a long time. You've been around, you know, I think longer than I have. What's the craziest thing you've seen on site? Uh, let's see. Well, like I said, Fix Eight Two took over the site director's office. Seen CI storm floor three and take out uh, A one members like they were nothing. Let's see. Oh, there was this one time. During uh, my age as an MTF member, and I we shut off heavy containment zone. 
because 096 breach, you know? 096 breach, everyone's freaking out. You gotta go hunt down the picture, but... But we had the door closed. Thought we could contain the breach to there. The door starts opening. Coming out from the door, I see SCP-999... Of course. Pulling 096 out. That means the blob got a level 4 keycard to open the bulkheads to drag 096 out. I'm surprised 096, like, went with uh, 999, but that's just just shocking to me. Yeah, he just did, and I'm I'm just sitting there with my scrambles on, like, oh. 999 is a terrorist. How? He just does some days. Like, have you noticed some days he acts up more than others? Yeah, typically that's when I give him soda for breakfast. Uh, oh, you're that? the bastard that's been doing that. No, stop doing that. Yeah, he that. wanders into my... Well, okay, look, he's adorable. He walk. He, he he sort of rolls into my office and he gurgles and I doing go, Oh, you're adorable. And I'm like, here, you can have this half can of Coke that I haven't drank yet. And I just kind of chuck it at him and he absorbs it and then he goes bouncing off the walls. Look, yes, he's cute, all right? He's cute, that's, that's fine. But like, it, it kind of interferes I... with people how fast he's going, you know? He, that's he interrupts a great argument. <laughs> And then you see him dragging a dangerous SCP down the hallway yeah, after acquiring and, a level 4 keycard somehow. And I was the only one to survive that encounter. I watched like 10 E11, 401 all fall to this fucker. Okay, we managed I have to a, get a, yeah, I have yeah, a very important sad. question about this. And this has to do with a very specific date. Did this take place on the 13th of March? Probably. It's been ages. Okay. I think that level 4 keycard might have been mine. How did you... God damn it, tomato. Okay, listen. I fell asleep at my desk, and I woke up, and my keycard was missing, and alarms were going off. I remember... Sitting there, wondering what the hell was going on, running to PW Breach Shelter. I couldn't get in because I didn't have my card, but I was let in by the director of research. And when I came back to my office, my card was sitting on my desk with a little bit of orange goop on it. Yeah, 999 took my card. Ah, jeez. With the amount of shit you do, you'd make a great CI. You unintentionally cause more casualties than some actual deep cover operatives. Give me a reason why not to drag you out and sell you to the CI at this point. Thank god you guys don't know the test I've done. Uh, Saying that is not good for your health. Hold on, Keegan, what have you done? Well, uh, I had this friend called Monster. We we did some good tests on a 682. We killed 30 people by accident. Actually, a little more. I, I, it wasn't all... I, well, hey, hey. The, the MTF was the idiot who opened the fucking door. I told him not to. He opens the door. Me and Mantra run, and Sega 2 comes barreling down the hallway, and he kills like 30, 30 40 people on site. I mean, that just so sounds again. like a standard 682 test. Yeah, honestly. Um, I, I, I should totally give the blame of everything to Keegan. 
you know? Oh, hold on. <laughs> were, were any of y'all around when um, that researcher overfed 6821 butter? No butter? What? Uh, what exactly? Why was I he feeding butter to 682? Well, it's not people. Be happy. He wasn't yeah. feeding people for once. I mean, yeah, but think of the mm. congestion in his arteries. That, that's the point. She wanted to what? kill him by heart failure. Oh. Hilarious idea. How would that I even work? I'm literally... Now, uh, oh, no. I really want to hear how it failed. I'm sorry, Halo. What did you say? Uh, remember when you did that interview with 682? I was one of the 11 escorting you, and uh, while you weren't looking, I kind of gave 682 decontamination foam. He thought it was cheese puffs. Yes, I remember. I literally at one point surgically removed 682's heart. Why did this researcher think that butter was going to kill the unkillable lizard? I mean, this was before your time, Dr. Tomato. Oh, okay. So this was a while ago. I forget I'm ancient. <laughs> ancient hell. That means I'm a goddamn fossil. Yeah, well. Tomato, tomato. <laughs> <laughs> Anyways. Lunch break is almost over. This has been a ton of fun. But... We gotta get back on our shifts. Richard has to enjoy his retirement. So, I will just go down the people sitting here. Halo, do you have anything you want to say to people? Uh, no, I'm good. Alright. Richard, do you have anything you want to say from wherever the hell you are? Mm, get yourself a good drink and seize Melanie pipe bombs. Uh, no promises. Uh, Daniel. Do you have anything you want to say? No. Jules, anything you want to add? Uh, you should greet your local overseer and ask them about the disappearance of, uh, O5. Don't. It's gonna be something redacted. Oh, 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 oh. Well, we couldn't hear the last uh, part, so. Yeah, sorry. My 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 uh my thing cut out. That's perfectly fine. It happens to the best of us. Keegan, do you have anything you want to add? I have two things. Um, one is it was my birthday yesterday. Yes, I know. I wish yeah. you happy birthday. Thank you, thank you. Um, second thing is that if you see fucking Carl, he's like a tech expert. Uh, I don't think he's even. I don't think he even works here. I I swear to God, he's like the the weirdest guy. Please catch him. Just you talking about? That could be any tech expert. No, it's no, it's a straight up tech expert who doesn't wear his goggles and his gas mask. Dude is fucking weird. It's it's not yeah, illegal like, not to wear those. No, I'm not saying it's oh, illegal. I'm saying he Carl. asked about Lightning McQueen and shit. I don't know what he's talking about. I've never seen him here. Yeah. The fuck is that guy? I wouldn't worry about it too much. Kind of Cliffhanger. I like it. Anyways, this has been. The Site 65 podcast. Thank you to Halo, Richard, Daniel, Jules, and Keegan for hosting. I'm also your host, Robert Tomato Peterson. Thank you very much for listening. Have a wonderful day.